All right, everybody, welcome back to the second episode of the Whiskey Slews podcast. My name is Hunter. I'm here with Grant, Sam, and Justin this time. We've got the whole crew here. We're going to start off by uh, just diving into it, getting a little bit more of a meet and greet going, talking about Sam and Justin. And uh, for everybody who was wondering, Justin is also known as Bob. He has acquired a nickname throughout some time here with us, and uh, it's kind of stuck. So Bob is Justin. Justin is Bob. Justin Bob. Yeah, that'd be me. Um, you can go, buddy. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so as I said, um, my actual name's Justin, but I tend to go by Bob around here. Uh, the reason for that is I do a lot of our building projects, um, so I kind of got known as Bob the Builder. Uh, yeah, we, we build all sorts of blinds um, to get ready for season, from river blinds to pit blinds. Um, so I kind of lead that charge. I'm also in charge of our landowners, so I go out and meet with a lot of landowners, talk, um, get plans made for the year get prices set, all that fun stuff, and kind of do that. Sam? Bob's the negotiator. Yeah, Bob's the negotiator. I ain't ever seen the landowner <laughs> say no to Bob. Yeah, we have a pretty good time. I, I like to go have a hard time with them boys. It's, it's never no, it's just how much. Yeah, fair enough. That's Bob's. Yeah, that's, that's about Bob. how it goes. All right, y'all. Like uh, Hunter said, I'm Sam. Um, I'm more of the day-to-day operations kind of guy. Um, I kind of lead the charge with the younger kids. Um, it could be anything from helping Justin out with landowners one day to helping Hunter around the house, whatever it may be. You know, it's it's variable day-to-day. That's the thing about this job. You never know what you're going to get into. Everything's different every day. You're always faced with challenges, and so you kind of need – someone be in the middle grounds and so that's kind of the purpose i serve and yeah so before we get too ahead of ourselves here let me let me rephrase a couple things they said so to be clear justin is the third owner me justin and grant own the company and sam is full-time employee and i mean he's basically one of us with all the work he does i mean he's i mean he's right there with us the whole way but technically that's how all that breaks down um so in this last episode, we all kind of were started relaxing. Now we're, we're relaxing a little more. We all got us some liquid courage and a couple drinks going. What'd you get there, Grant? Water. Really? Oh yeah. Vodka water. Just water. Nah, just water. Water, water on, on the rocks. rocks. Water on the rocks. And we yeah. got Sam drinking a Coors Banquet. Bob's got himself a Bush Light. I'm sipping on some Crown, a little Coke, enjoying the afternoon. But uh, yeah, no, we. Uh, Last episode, we kind of really dive, dove into how this company got started. I told the story of how, how, how we met you, Pheasant Hunt. You didn't oh, have yeah. no dog. Yeah, that was rough until your grandpa showed up yep. with you. Yep, Bob brought the dogs, and we, we brought the courage and <coughs> killed a couple pheasants. Yeah, we, a, we got a few every year. Oh, we missed a lot of pheasants. Yeah, I, I was I the, You know was, what blew my funny. mind about the whole thing was how long that I knew you, like, from pheasant hunting, and we didn't talk about dark like five years yeah like four or five years we knew each other because yeah, we started in seventh grade to peasant hunting until college yeah. yeah yeah wild grant you can't fidget with that mic you're gonna you're gonna create a lot of disturbance <laughs> well cut you gotta sit still buddy <laughs> cut that shit out then i'm not cutting it out this whole episode's gonna run the fuck it is it, it's gonna <laughs> So stop fiddling with your mic before you create some disturbance. I thought he was going to swallow that thing. Dude, he was. He just started looking like he's going to start gobbing on it. <laughs> Jesus. But anyways, yeah, Bob, I, I we can't believe it took us that long. The first, what was the first duck hunt we went on? We went to, we went, we went, we went over by Elm Creek, didn't we? We went to Odessa. Yeah, I think it was Elm Creek. There. I don't know. One of those two areas, we went over there. And I think we shot a couple mergansers and some teal. That was... Yeah, we shot a little bit of teal. We shot, shot some mergansers. It was a, it was a good day. We, we put a pretty good hurt on them before class that morning. Yeah. We still had class to go to that afternoon, if I remember right. Well, I still, you still went to class. Yeah, I, you, I, I never went to yeah, class. Yeah, you, you never did, went. Though. I did. <coughs> I was a nerd at that point. And then, you know, things. yeah. Well, and then Samuel, we met you. That was through Jesse, right? Through friends that, of friends. Yeah, yeah. friends of friends. Because that was when we were out doing that. We were hunting in that cornfield at. at you know, over Carl's. there by town, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were hunting, and, yeah, we invited you and Jesse out, and they, I don't think we shot shit. I think we shot one or two, didn't we? But, yeah, but. but that, that was three or four years ago, yeah. yeah. The thing was, yeah. like, you know, I was just having this conversation with Justin. Like, 
you know, I got friends, but they, they like to deer hunt and they like to do everything else. And I'm all about the ducks and geese. And so when I met you guys, it was a thing of, okay, this is serious. These guys like to, these guys like to actually have fun and go and chase waterfowl and <clears throat> do it consistently. You know, like we, we don't, we don't, like we'll upland hunt every once in a yeah, while. We don't but, mess you know, around when it's duck season, man. We're, it's we're all about it. waterfowl, man, yeah. and that's 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 how I got to know you guys. That's why I'm here today, right now, and you know I've always had a passion for wildlife in general. It's what I went to school for, and <clears throat> even just you know getting away from that and joining you guys, it's it's been the best decision I've made. At some life. point, we need to sit down and recount some of your stories from working for the government. Though. Oh, God. At some point, that, <laughs> there's some good stories there. Oh, yeah. He had a, a lot of time. Heat exhaustion. Right there. Heat exhaustion. Prescribed Four wheeler burns, fire. Four wheeler fire. Unprescribed burns. Un yeah. Unprescribed <laughs> burns. Yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of So, last episode, me and Grant kind of talked about how the company founded. I mean, unless you guys have anything else to add, pretty. Pretty simple. I told about how I came up with the name of a Burger King drive-thru. Yeah, that did happen. You know, with all the part-time clients we ran, the full-time jump, and all the difference there. Yeah. But where we really started to leave off was, you know, come middle of summertime, right before season, when we actually got the land bought. Once And that by the way, adventure. we told them, we Holy said, y'all going to see a whole episode about how to buy land. Because it sucks. It, it does. It was a process. We, we had some headaches that we shouldn't have had with some people we wish we wouldn't have headaches with and uh -huh. it was it was uh it was an adventure um do your homework do your homework know do the a right lot of homework. talk to the right people before you pay them yeah. to do things for you yeah or read reviews online i should yeah, say. yeah do both do everything well i should read reviews you should yeah 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 that was <coughs> oh well it, it we, got, we learned we move on it got real serious real quick once that property was bought because at the time it was like what's wrong with you guys on I, the weekends yeah. you know it went from I'd hunt with you guys occasionally, you know, we keep in touch, and then it was like, hey, we need your help. We went to, oh, fuck, hey, this is happening. Yeah. 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 And Buckle your pants, kids, because we're doing this. One, the, one day I was burning, the next I was out shooting doves, so, you know, life's yeah, good. Yeah, one day I was in college, the next I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> but anyways, so, um, yeah, we got the property bought. I think the actual finished date was July 1st. I think it's when we actually uh, owned the land I think officially. It was like the day before the fourth, <coughs> or at least we closed. No, we closed the deal on July first, but it took a couple weeks or a couple wait, couple of days for the title services. Official, yeah. <laughs> so I think we were out there on the fourth. On the fourth, we? we were out there in what was what little water I we had. We you mean our desert? Yeah, you would be surprised. You go out there in July. We got out there thinking we'd see a nice flowing river, and it was dry. There was a stream that was about six inches deep running through the middle of the river, and that was it. And the water was warm, 100 degrees almost, and the water was hot tub warm in the summertime. Oh, it, it hurt. It sucked. It was not fun. We were thinking, let's go party on the river. And, nope. Go hot tubbing in July, basically. Yeah. But yeah. after that happened, I mean, shit started moving quick. We had, we went from, you know, booking clients, rolling, slowly getting stuff ready to snap, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, it seems like this. yesterday. That, that season just flew. Man. I mean, it wasn't long until, I mean, it was, what, it was a week, it was a week after we bought the property, and you, we were already ripping that old blind out. Yeah, we were ripping, well, we were doing some renovations on it. We, we ripped a lot of the stuff out. That was well, we hadn't fully decided it was getting ripped out at that point, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, we, we did a lot of work on that thing to get it back into huntable shape, and we had yeah. a lot of road time getting a lot of places. Yeah, because we started, what we did is we took this river blind and uh, everything that was once the blind. So we built just right on top of that and we left the entire subfloor and the main floor of it and just built a new top to it and allowed us to. Because the deck was rotten, the walls yeah. were rotten. We had to replace the wall. <coughs> the deck, get, yeah. Get that stuff back in working shape and get a new roof on it. All that yep. fun stuff. I yep. mean, that would have just... only thing we did mess water, with was the, the foundation, I don't think, right? No, it was we just the foundation we left. With the foundation. We just bolted right down to it. Mm -hmm. Ran a couple new support posts just in case we had another flood. That flood had us a little nervous that we had Yeah, 19. the one in 19. Yeah, that comes back. That thing, well, that, that, there's that post in the ground out there, so we should be good. But. Yeah, that thing, that thing <laughs> geez. I mean, it, it just... We got moving quick is, is the brunt of the story. I mean, it, and it went from that. We went to the Delta show at Little Rock... That was an experience. Arkansas, man. Arkansas is fucking humid. When we were down there, it was, it was hot. 90 yeah, it was degrees hot. every day. 
we ain't used to that stuff. Not not that humidity heat. That was wasn't it. Uh, no, uh, we the weird part was too with this year. I mean, we had one of the biggest droughts we've seen in 90 years, and so a lot of spots that are normally very very consistent for us. You know, we're going dry. Um, our river was dry, so we were on the road nonstop every day trying to find new properties, trying to adjust talking to friends of friends talking to people we had connections with trying to get into new properties anything we could do because we knew the season was going to be tough and so we had to be prepared <coughs> yeah yeah we had a lot going on back then and well we still do but i remember that little rock show the car ride down little debbie truck dude that dramamine that i take whoo i was out man yeah bob out. takes this like What's he called? Dramamine? Yeah, it's for car sickness. They're little, Grant little was driving. Car. Oh, man, they put me to sleep I was so riding bad. a shotgun. We were riding in Grant's half cab. Fucking terrible. Dramamine. Donuts. Saves Chris to the backseat with Bob. Oh, my God. Let me just let me just paint this scenario for you guys. <clears throat> Grant's truck is barely has a fucking cab in the back. It's small. I am 6'2". <laughs> There's Bob's a basketball. Bob, Bob is a basketball. <laughs> Bob is a drooling basketball. Drooling. He's sawing logs back there. I mean, the man was cutting down half the ham- Amazon forest. <coughs> you know, 11-hour drive. Grant's going, oh, oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fast, <laughs> fast beyond fast. While watching Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's it's by the grace of God that we made it there in the first place. Hey man, I fell asleep at Carney and I woke up in Arkansas. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I know you did. <laughs> you know what was the scariest part of that whole time is when Grant was doing mock Jesus is when we got into the, the <laughs> mountains of Arkansas right by Fayetteville. Uh, going from Fayetteville down right before Fort Smith where you turned to go to Little Rock on those those mountains of Fayetteville when he was doing like ninety, ninety five and passing trucks while holding his phone in his hand. Yeah, but that was when we were listening to the Sam Squatch stories. Yeah, that too, with Sam Squatch talking about Sam Squatch <laughs> and the trees out oh, there. Oh God, that was Grant's that driving. Was... Bob, Bob snoring to to Skrillex in the back seat, and we just had a whole thing going. It was terrifying. You got to do something to pass the time on those long drives. I think literally, if anybody's made the drive, the worst the worst stretch of driving ever is from like Kansas City. <laughs> Like Joplin, Joplin is the absolute hellhole of a drive. It sucks the whole way there. It's the worst. Yeah. No, I. No one wants to. You go. know, people are gonna hear that and know that we're from Nebraska and be like, y'all are just, yeah, yeah. We're just corn. Yeah. We're yeah flat. Y'all just drive around. You yeah, just but look at least around we, side to side, all you see is corn. At least from like Grand miles. Island to like North Platte, even even Ogallala, you, you have river to look at. Tree. You could see, you could see a river. You could see, you might see a goose. We got cows. We got, we got cows. some cows. Oh, we got, got some cows. We got cows. Got a lot of cows. Herbers, <laughs> black eggs, black eggs. You got all sorts of cows. Everything heifer related. Bob's, Bob's in the knowledge of it. But yeah, that happened. Delta was great. I mean, we had a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was kind of tiring though. Not gonna lie. You know, we'd get up at six a.m., seven a.m., get started on the day. But what would really happen was the fun in the evenings. We'd go out with our buddies from Final Approach and Rogers and. And uh, we'd go out, we'd hang out with them, go out and eat, and stay out late drinking, talking. Next thing you know, it's you know, noon, or not noon, midnight, 1 a.m., going to bed, getting up at 6. Too late, too late. Yep. You guys missed out one night, too, when I left you guys. I left to go to a different bar with some buddies. I'm not going to lie. That is a little sketchy area down there in uh, Little well, remember Rock. Remember that strip club they tried to get us to go to? Oh, yeah, that waitress. The, where she was like, there. the one chick came in and gave us the strip club flyer and was like, y'all want to go see this. And then the waitress came up yeah, and was like, y'all don't want to go see that. Flyers. The waitress was like, yeah, don't listen to that woman. You, you guys would get shot yeah, there. Did she say somebody had got shot she there? She said someone got shot there like a week ago or when that happened. That was fun, though. You know, I remember when Derek ate that whole fish. Dude, that fish looked good, man. Oh, Derek. So a good buddy of ours, he works at Rogers. His name is Derek. We were just out there, you know, hanging out. Also referred to as Big D. Big D Chinese restaurant. A Chinese restaurant? Asian restaurant? I don't know. Some sort of Asian restaurant. And uh, Grant got, what'd you get? Did you just get chicken chicken fried rice or something like that? About as basic of an item you could get. Basic thing you could get. Basically buttered rice in a pan with a little chicken on top, Grant got. And Derek got an entire fish. 
like whole body, whole ass fish on a plate. Dude yeah, I mean, this thing, thing still had the eyeballs and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I can tell you that's not a Nebraska thing. I think you it just been gutted. Yeah, I think it just been gutted and thrown in. And fuck, man. He ate the whole thing. Dude, it was I, good. I don't I, even remember what lie, I – I tell you what, I don't even remember what I got that night because I only remember <laughs> Derek eating that entire fish. Dude, that was pretty sweet. That was fun. A lot of fun there. Derek. Remember that one bar we went to with the pool table with the cum stains on it? That was uh, – we went to a bar in downtown Little Rock. I, I had just turned, that. I had just oh, turned 21 was... not too long ago, so I had the paper ID. I was down there with the paper ID getting into this bar, and this bar it looked they like they were not a, wanting to let you in either. It, it looked like a pretty upstanding bar, right? We get there and this pool table. I mean, it just looks it mangled. It days. just destroyed. Just absolutely trashed on. You remember that? Yeah, it looked like you know. Yeah, something. yeah, that's about the only way to describe it. Holy shit! I mean, that place was. Fucking Little Rock, right? I mean, I, I like me a good bar, but holy yeah, smokes, It looked like something. a goddamn Kim Kardashian scene. Yeah. 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 Man, I... That was fun, though. I mean, it was an experience. You experienced something, right? That was, I mean, that was Bob and Sam's <laughs> first show they'd been to. Yeah, that was the first time ever going to a show. Cause For them, yeah. Grant and I, we went to the Delta, or the Ducks Unlimited show at uh, Fort Worth, Texas, Texas Motor Speedway in April, and... Fuck, that was nerve wracking for Grant and I, and we had we kind of knew what to expect then. And then Justin and Sam, for, for, mind you guys, Sam was still working for the the government at this time. He didn't even work for us officially when we went to this show. He took time off, didn't you? I did. He took yeah, time he off to come out with us. He had no clue. We we basically we basically put him on a hook and threw him off it the was, deep end shark was, fishing. I mean, yeah. it was, we threw him over. And Bob, Bob, Bob's been to shows. You've been to shows with your parents before, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of shows. I was talking about shit I didn't even know. It'd be like. How much y'all charging for hunts? I, like, I don't know, five bucks in a Snickers bar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a great learning experience. We talked to a ton of people while we yeah, were it down was fun. there. It was a good time. We got to meet a lot of awesome people, a lot of people who shared passion for waterfowl like we do. Um, you got to meet a lot of the other vendors who yes. have been around a lot. They have a lot of good you know knowledge. Um, you got to meet just tons of people though who live, eat, sleep, and breathe waterfowl and. It's kind of hard to find that type of crowd on a normal day in Nebraska, and so no, it was pretty cool. That, that was the first time throughout the whole experience being with you guys where I was like, this is it. This is this is what the industry is about. Like, this is really it what it's like about, and I, I want to be a part of this. It was fun. I mean, <laughs> I had just a lot of fun in general just being there. And Man, we had a great weekend. I mean, we were booking people left and right. Whether it was from ads or from the show, I mean, I don't know. I just remember that being one of our better booking weekends we ever had. Well, it was after the Fourth of July. People started yeah. booking People duck started hunts looking again. Towards hunting again. Yeah, they get get start getting that depression. Season's only a couple months out, type of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the duck depression vibe hits real hard right about. <laughs> and then you know we went through that. That was fun. And then then next weekend, Kansas, Missouri. Roger's sporting good show. Oh, that was fun. That was, that was a lot of fun. Sam didn't, unfortunately didn't get to join us I for this burning. one. He'll, he'll be there with yeah, us this next year. Yeah, you were trying to burn down a forest. <laughs> yeah, he there. was burning side-by-sides. Um, but, yeah, no, we went to Kansas City, uh, hung out with Rogers and F.A. We hung out at the F.A. booth and helped out there and uh, spent some time with Mario and Josh and really got to know the whole crew down there at Rogers and met a lot of great people, made some good friendships, and uh, we really got to tell a lot of people about why we like our why we like the F.A. products that we have and and why that they they're good partners of ours, and, and why why we think their shit is is the best. Yeah, it was pretty cool too. I mean, to be able to talk about the products that we're running and and why we run them. I mean, they have some products that just they're fantastic. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. The paint job, the car, you know, really getting to talk to people who are in the market for a bunch of different decoys and really talking about what FA has done that makes us choose them, why we like them the best. It was I enjoyed that a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. <coughs> yeah. I thought one of the things that stood out about that was how <laughs> basically it was Mario and Josh, and then it was basically like, yep, you guys are next in line in charge selling stuff for us kind of thing. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah we had a wild event, man. It, it was, was like, it was like it. all right, you guys post up here in the store and sell as many decoys as you can of F.A. stuff, <laughs> and you guys post up outside and sell as many decoy stuff at the booth outside and it was kind of just hectic really you know how many people i talked about and i was just like 
they were just like, who are you? And I was just like, I don't know who I am either. I'm just kind of thing here. you know, Bob's over there. Mike Glendell here with my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the cool part, too, was, you know, when we were helping them in the store side, they, they sell every brand of decoy basically imaginable. And we were able to help people, you know, talk about other decoy brands, too. Um, mm-hmm. They gave us full reign to talk about whatever we wanted, however we wanted. I mean, we run the final approach decoys because we choose to. We love them to death. But it was cool to be able to, you know, show comparison, show, you know, maybe what might work for somebody in a certain area, <coughs> what somebody's wanting. And they didn't – it wasn't like we were forced to talk about final approach yeah, decoys. Just, we just we had our freedom to talk about Just because we, we use F.A. and we prefer F.A. doesn't mean that, you know, Dakota and Avian don't make good decoys because they do. Yeah. We just like F.A. And so what we got to do is we got to tell people why. Hey, I like the F.A. decoys because of these reasons, and then if for some reason something breaks – I know that I can call these guys at Rogers, and I could have either a new decoy that is broken if it's under warranty. I have a new decoy at my door in two or three days. Yeah. I mean, that that's hard to beat. Well, and it was cool, too, because, you know, when when you talk about most products, I've worked in retail since I was a little kid. Uh, we have a toy store my parents do, and it was really different to be able to actually go over and be like, here's this company's decoy, here's the decoy that, like, we run, and show them side by side and be like, here's the differences. Uh, maybe this other decoy is going to fit you for your scenario, but this is the reason that this outweighs the other one for us. Well, not only that, but, like, we all grew up waterfowl hunting. Yeah. And in doing that, you get your hands on whatever you can. I mean, Yeah, when we started, yeah. we ran Tangle down, Freeze, we ran GSG, Slam no paint on them, you name it. <coughs> Hell, we've, I used black trash bags before. Oh, yeah. dude. I, I shot some ducks over some white trash bags and called them snow goose decoys. That was... The old Walmart sack on a stick. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd been, been there, nine, nine gauge wire and zip tie uh, yep. trash bags to it, and then I put my ducks <clears> out <throat> in the water, and I was running some traffic ponds, and it'd pull them down. Been there, done that. Sometimes you get gotta get creative with it when you, the when you don't got show, the money man. or the decoys, or you're just sending it, man. That was fun. I, you know, we had a lot of fun those days. The only thing I remember too was how brutally hot it was. Dude, I Jesus that Christ! Heat. I bet it was a hundred degrees every day. I bet I lost ten pounds in those couple days. My, I remember I was sweating, man. You know, I remember two, th- three things finally from that. I remember the heat. I remember the lemonade from that that booth from that uh, food place. You got the oh, lemonade. Yeah. Holy shit, that lemonade was good. That hit the spot. Dude, and the then I remember the barbecue. That, that, Ooh, that barbecue, barbecue from from the barbecue truck that they catered for the, all the people that were at the event for the oh, vendors. That was good. Holy fuck, that barbecue was amazing. Yeah, I, I was about that. That was good shit. That, and then the uh, biggest thing that stuck out of me after all of that was how nice everybody was. I mean, we were running around Rogers Sporting Goods. <coughs> we didn't work there. We were there for free helping our friends at Final Approach, who then became our friends at Rogers. And people who didn't even know us, like I was wearing a Rogers shirt that Mario gave me, and I was getting told to do things like I worked there. And I was like, man, I, I'll be honest with you. I can go do this, but I don't work here. And they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. You know, that'd be great. And how friendly everybody was man, to us. And it was us. like the instant we and walked like, in, we were family, yeah, dude. Yeah, as soon as we got there, it was just like, you guys you guys are family. We're yeah. treating you guys well. And Stevie, everybody was great to us. And we made great friends and just super excited to get to, get to know all of them and, and uh, experience what we did. Dude, She's it was just like just as excited for next year. I think, it was I awesome. think the best part about it that not a lot of people get experience as if you're not a vendor is the barbecue afterwards. Yeah, that's if you're not a vendor. It was wild. If you're not a vendor, you're not allowed I remember watching you get your ass beat in cornhole. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. Yeah, it's it's a fun time though. Like they have they cater out a giant barbecue truck for all the people after the event ends after what was it the first day uh third day third day. day yeah they no it's the second day second day yeah I think yeah it was- it's only no it was only a two-day event it was at the end of the, at the, end of the second day I, I thought it was end of the <coughs> yeah yeah it either way time, but Man, that that's that's the time. best part and then you're talking to it's all the people that are just in the industry too get to talk to some of those people some of those big names it's really cool yeah, it's pretty cool, really, who all shows up for that Rogers weekend. I mean, it you get a lot of people there that are full of knowledge, uh, full of wisdom, have been around the industry a while. It's just an overall really cool event to go to. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then that happened, and then uh, that was great. I mean, that was a lot of fun. And then what was it, another one more week later, guess where we went? Oh, dirty old North Dakota. Oh, man, dude. I, 
there's a sweet spot in my heart for them early season honkers. Oh, and, man. Ugh. We got started. We left August 13th. We left at like 8 o'clock the night before. Drove all the way up to North Dakota and uh, started scouting the next morning. Did we drove, drive through the night? We drove through the night, started scouting yeah. the next yeah, morning. Yeah, we left early. We got a little too excited. Scouted we all day. Scouted all day, went to sleep, scouted all the next day, went to sleep. Then at the end of or no, scouted all day the next day. Then at the end of the second day, realized, man, we really still don't got nowhere to hunt because everywhere we were looking at, I either had a trailer <coughs> parked in the field already or couldn't get permission or couldn't get a hold of the landowner or was not a big enough feed to hunt because there, none of the fields were harvested. So you weren't, you couldn't find anywhere to hunt. And we finally found a spot on some water. Remember that dirt patch I found? Yeah. Dude, that dirt patch was freaking hilarious. They were in there. Guy had just planted it. They were hitting this dirt with some fresh seeds in it, uh, right feed? against the water, right off the road, oh, not too no, far. No, not that. That wasn't yeah, white, was white truck feed. No, white truck feed was the other one. White truck feed was the other that one. Was the other okay, one. Yeah. No, that the place that you guys hunted on the water that day while I was scouting. Man, I remember driving up that and looking at Grant and being like, "Well, we got a dirt hill here. They're liking right beside this water. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. I went over. I gave the farmer a bad time. We were talking." And he was telling me how he just planted it. It just wasn't coming up worth a crap. And he's like, so they're, they're hitting those seeds that we just planted. And we were like, do you care if we hunt in there? Like, are we going to tear things up? Like, are we going to hurt things for you? He's like, nah, man, I hate them geese. Go kill them. Yeah. And uh, he was all for it. He's like, go get them all. And you guys went and set up. You guys did pretty good yeah, that day. You did for, all right. For what was there and, and the conditions. I mean, for the conditions of it North also Dakota didn't help this that year. a lot of the wheat wasn't out yet. I mean, yeah, there was I mean, not a lot of spots. That I just, really I'd say hunting. we did about all right for the conditions we were done. I think if you let's just say yeah. we drank a lot of alcohol that trip. We had a hell of a good time, man. Yeah, I think if you would have told me that I would have had to hunt <coughs> water in North Dakota, I would have told you I wasn't going. Because yeah. I absolutely hate hunting water, unless it's like the Platte or a river. And, uh, yeah, that was definitely something yeah, I did not. Yeah, you're a big dry fields guy. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't about that field hunting or about the, the water hunting always. So. And that was great. I mean, we, we hung out with Josh, Outdoor Limits, met him up there, had a great time with him and Big D, Derek. And uh, we had a lot of fun. We, we, the hunting, like, I, like we said, the hunting was just all right, you know. Well, nothing crazy. It wasn't like the last year. Last year, me, Grant, and a, me, Grant, Justin, and a buddy of ours, we went up there and we shot. We we shot a lot of geese. I think we shot eighty or ninety in, in, in two hunts. Two, two, two days. Two hunt. Two well, two days, I suppose. Yeah, two days. Man, and that, it was that, that was day. see that that set the tone. We were like, oh, we're going back this year. Oh, fuck them up. Nope. <laughs> that definitely did not. Dude, I still remember that quick. day. I'm sitting out there. It's ninety degrees. I'm like, hey, man, this is an open field. I'm gonna go camp out and lay out. You all just meet out here at dark when they're yeah, coming you're sitting in. Sitting out there at like like two o'clock in the afternoon oh i'm sitting out there frying i brought like four water bottles i'm through them in the first 30 minutes i'm like holy smokes i should have brought more laying there i'm finally i'm falling asleep in this layout <coughs> and i'm like all right i'll just sleep till they get here and i put out like i don't know a handful of decoys just so people would see me and i start hearing these geese honking and i'm like oh my goodness what i'm like Look well, surely they're not coming moving. my way and i'm like all right i don't see them they ain't coming I woke they up were and honking. I was honking. We were honking. They were honking, so I was honking, and we were honking. Yeah, but these things came over, man. They came over low. They, they went right past me. I'm like, well, this ain't gonna work well. And they hit this water right over to me, and I start hitting them real hard on the call, and they come back over, and I can hear them still talking. I'm like, man, I didn't hear them put down in the water. Next thing I know, these cattails are parting ways as they're flying through <coughs> them. Yeah. And they put down at like five yards. They start landing right before their feet hit the ground. I'm a, I'm a terrible shot. And so I shot one and I was like, sweet, I got one. Well, I might as well try for two. And they were so close. I actually hit a second one and then a third one. Like normally if I get one goose, I'm like, well, it was a miracle. Bob don't go three for three. No, no, no. I go usually three for nothing. Like it, it just, it, that's how yeah. it goes. It was like, I think you'd already had like two flocks in already. Yeah, I was about And like, we're all at the hotel sleeping, trying to catch up on I'm some I'm trying sleep. to call you guys, he, I'm shooting geese. Yeah, he's calling us like, you got to get out here. We all wake and up. The ho- keep in mind, the hotel's like 30 minutes from the field. Yeah. So I'm we like, get out guys, there. they're coming, they're coming. We get all get the going. way out there and holy shit, once we got there, wave after wave. I mean, we probably had 20 different flocks we of geese We were basically coming. running into the field when the geese were Yeah, flying. Yeah, and we, we hadn't had but like two dozen decoys out. We were getting We had five dozen out. silhouettes out total. I think the craziest. And we shot a four-man limit. 
60 geese basically. Yeah. I, we think shot, the, I think we shot like 59, or no, we shot 58. We had 58 in hand and lost two of them. Yeah. Well, I think the craziest thing about it was it was 97 degrees out and yeah. the birds were flying like, at one I'm o'clock. I'm wearing a t shirt yeah. burning through waters like a son of a gun. I mean, I was not made for that heat. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I like shooting geese in like 30, 20 <laughs> yeah. degree weather. <laughs> And that 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 was that was fun. I mean, North Dakota this year. Now we have Sam with us. Going to have a whole crew. Um, it'll be a good time. I'm a so looking forward to it. I I love that trip every year. Yeah, I look forward to it every year too. I'm glad we started doing it. But back to where we were. Rogers happened, right? <coughs> yeah. A few things happened, and then next thing you know, it's it's August 30th. Josh is here, getting ready to film some YouTube videos. We're having a great time. <laughs> next next morning's Dove opener. What do we do? Get fucking hammered. Till like 1 a.m. and then get up at 5 to go dove hunting. Groggy as shit. Pain, headaches. Yeah. Go to the dove field and had a great morning, though. Started dove season off strong. We would shoot 40, 50, uh, something like that, 50 doves. <laughs> oh, we, we beat the socks off them in that. It was kind of a weird deal. We, we normally don't get to shoot doves in a cornfield here in Nebraska. Like, that's real, real rare. And, uh, the corn came out early this year with the drought because it just wasn't worth a shit. And so it was one of those deals where we knew we had spots we could just absolutely knock the crap out of them, but none of us had really shot doves in a cornfield. It was just like, oh, this is going to be cool. Let's, let's go get some footage of shooting doves in a cornfield. And uh, little did we know that we were going to spend about the whole dove season all the way for a month shooting doves out of cornfields. Like, yeah. normally not the move i don't think um, i'd ever hunted a cornfield until till that day i mean it was very consistent it was very consistent and i <clears throat> i mean i still like my farm ponds um i still like shooting them in marijuana patches which for those of you guys that don't know we get wild marijuana in all the ditches everywhere it is not not the stuff you think of when you think of marijuana but cannabis it sativa it. part of the cannabaceae family mm, big wildlife guy yeah we got we got the wildlife guy here <laughs> he'll go off if you get him started on his plants but uh yeah it it grows it, it's called ditch weed basically around here it grows everywhere in the smoke it and get yourself it. the headache of a lifetime yeah or quite possibly die yeah, yeah that too but that was fun cornfield doves couple we had, we had two days of dove season before the first clients came in <laughs> two or three. Oh man and then the story of the lifetime with the first group very first group of the year about 9 a.m., 10 a.m., we just get back from dove hunting. I'm cooking breakfast on the Blackstone, and Justin comes over to me and he goes, hey, there's a, one of the clients is here. And I was like, what? And we walked outside, and this gentleman from the first group we had, he drove all the way from Leach, he drove from Nashville or Knoxville? <coughs> yeah, somewhere Nashville, somewhere in Tennessee, and he drove through the night, and he actually ended up sleeping overnight in Kearney in a McDonald's parking lot. Man was a good time. Let me tell you, he was the nicest guy ever. Oh, but he came a little early. He, he, Checkout time was 3 p.m. and it was 10 a.m. and he was here. So I said, you yeah. know what? Hey, man, you want some breakfast? Come on in. Yeah, we were just sitting there cooking breakfast when he showed up. We're like, hey, man, come have breakfast. Yeah. And he's like, you don't mind? I'm here early. We're like, nah, man. You come get breakfast, have a seat, hang out. We'll go figure out something to do for this. Afternoon. Oh, you don't like beer with your pancakes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were, I was sitting works. there. Yeah. I might have been having. <laughs> we a beer shot hell. We shot like 60 doves that morning. Oh, yeah. Put the hammer down on him. Celebratory breakfast. Yeah. And the dude was the dude, nicest guy. The yeah, first group, we they all out. came in. We went out that evening, and the clients shot some doves. You know, we 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 yeah, all, we, we did make we, it out that evening. Because yeah, we I was filming, you were filming. They got a they got a few doves. Got started. I was filming, you were filming, uh, yeah, we shut were up, filming. You know, you forgot to tell too. This guy got broken out of a care facility too. Yeah. Oh come on this yes. Side. Don't 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 forget the, that. Green theft and, care and facility. <laughs> What he say? He said like he said, I'm leaving, and if you want to stop me, you're gonna have to fight me. Well, to, give, to, give y'all, to give y'all guard. some back <laughs> knowledge like, no. on this, uh, he was an older gentleman, and uh, you know he didn't, he couldn't quite get around the best. Didn't know how many hunts he had left. Didn't know how many hunts he had left, and decided Nebraska was a place to be. And man, like like you guys said, he. He was one of the best clients we had all year. The Dude, guy was a blast. He, he brought this like four ten, <clears throat> and it was basically a single shot. And we would get these doves in close. A lot of times we'd let them land, and then we'd clap, and he'd shoot them when they got up. And oh, it was it was one of the most fun hunts I had all of dove season. Like every day we went out, and pretty much he got his birds, and that was all that mattered in my world. And it was like to watch the smile on his face. 
because I, I ended up taking him on a lot of those hunts, so I had a lot of, we, we kind of split up who took who, and I got, I had him and one of the other gentlemen with me, and oh man, it was so much fun, and they brought a couple of dogs, and oh, I had a great fun. time watching those dogs work, they I mean, fun. it was, I love watching them run those dogs, when man, it was hunting. one of my favorite, that one dog ran that blind on that smart weed on that teal, I didn't oh. think he was finding it, I really didn't, dude, I watched, I watched the one dog, I'm trying to remember which one of the two it was, but it went and got a dove that had sailed like 300 yards and it got out there and the dove got up and flew like another hundred and it went and got it and brought it all the way back and i was just like man that was pretty cool like yeah. i love when a dog gets to work a bird that far out and bring it back it, it's a sight to see man it, it's cool had a lot of fun with those guys i'm super excited to get to see them again they yeah were, i am too they I, were I a lot of fun that, that was that was great teal season was great i mean we started off moving we ran we ran four or five groups five groups i think we ran five Something like, like that, f- yeah. Like four groups, and then we had like a half group. Yeah. So like four and a half groups. And we had met a lot of good people, had a lot of good times. I will want to touch on one incident. I did get my truck shot during during teal season. Um, we had a uh, had a guy, what we had happen was, is we were hunting some doves, and we just ended up swinging too far on a dove, and uh, eight shot patterned on my windshield. And it didn't do anything bad to the truck, just put a little BB in the windshield that I got filled and the little paint chips and stuff like that. And everything was great. And uh, we all just kind of, you know, we all just kind of wrote it off and moved on. But it was a fun experience getting to try out some new property and uh, getting to watch that happen. That was great. And then on top of that, we had a, uh, had a really great, really great dove hunt the following days to make up for it. But in all reality, as long as, it I mean, don't, as long as it don't happen again, we don't you know, have no problems. There was a lot of adversity. I mean, oh. throughout the entire season. I mean, the drought this year, Justin talked about earlier on in this episode. I have never seen anything like it. Like, <laughs> usually on a dry year, you lose some of your farm ponds go dry, some of your dams aren't <coughs> holding water, whatever. This year, it was like one out of 20 still had water. It was ridiculous, man. I mean, our rivers were down. Our ponds were all down. Marshes, you might as well forget, existed. There was none. Yeah. I I do not know of a single marsh that, like, held water. Um, Unless maybe you were running a well, and most people don't have wells on them besides the government properties. And uh, those, I can tell you, we drove by a few of them, and the amount of trucks there, it was like, oh, ain't a good day to be a public land duck hunter down there. I mean... We, we've done a lot of public land hunting over the years, and we even tried on a few days where, where we didn't have uh, groups here to get out onto public land to, for old time's sake and do the whole hiking, and man, the amount of people on there was, it was intense. I've, I've never seen anything that bad. Yeah, wetland management would be a great episode to have someday. Lots of conversations to be had about what we what we like to do for our wetlands and how we like to see wetlands and stuff like that and, wetlands uh, what to look for for food for ducks and we can talk about that a lot of a lot of good discussion to be had and oh yeah dove season doves of its teal season was tough yes but doves was fantastic oh, it's not overlooked that thousand I, doves I in 15 days that is not bad where you can shoot doves <coughs> in the mid-october around yeah here. i mean we shot doves until we were sick and tired of shooting doves yeah. And, and that says a lot because I love my dove poppers. I, I love all that. Like, I, I love eating them things. So, I'll shoot a lot of them and we'll eat a lot of them. We'll have a lot of cookouts here. But, man. Well, that, Bob, you that yourself can eat a limited doves. Heck yeah, I can, man. Them things are good. <coughs> it's all fun and games when you get up at three in the morning, hunt in the morning, maybe get a little, maybe get a little snooze, go back out in the evening, and then Hunter goes. Hey, Sam, you want to cut up these jalapenos? <laughs> you want to put cream cheese on these? You, you, you want to oh, go clean, dude, clean 135 doves wrap, wrap them first. in bacon, too. I remember yeah, that one day when I said, hey, you want to make those poppers? And you were just like... <sighs> I don't know. Some McNuggets sound pretty good. Dude, them, them teal okay. burgers, too, the Josh made? Dude, oh. don't get me started on those. Fucking oh, man, pork them fat. teal burgers, dude. Little, I'll little eat those bit for of, days. A little bit of beef fat. Ground duck, oh, yeah, them things cream are cheese spread. That cream cheese spread put it together. Oh, dude, if without that cream cheese spread, it's like, eh, with that cream cheese spread, it's like, yeah, I'll take 10 of those and then make another 10 on the way. Yeah. 
Great, you've been kind of quiet. What's going on with oh, you? Oh man, I haven't. I wasn't even there for Dove season. That's fair. I was in Canada. Yeah. He was. He was. He was living his best life. Yeah. He uh, had a commitment before we ended up doing everything we did, and ended up going to Canada for a couple months. So why don't you tell us about that? Oh man, Canada is a blast. It uh, it's it's something, it's something out of this world. It's it's insane. It's just I can't even put it into words. It's something I would say almost everybody has to experience at one point in time, but it is, it's crazy. The, like you're shooting brown ducks, like pintails and mallards that have zero color on them in just giant wads. It's, it's a lot of fun. They're not pretty ducks at all, but it's fun and it's a lot of shooting. But <coughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Something about the North, man. Something about being up there, just providing some difference. Yeah. Now talk to me about, about October. October duck season. Grant, again, you weren't really here for this, so you got you just kind of yeah. Here, I was here only, for I was here for like the late, but late, late early end of season. It. October, October first comes around. <laughs> duck season opens. Yeah. So for like those of you guys who who aren't real familiar with how Nebraska works, so we've kind of got different zones. Um, the early zone is going to be a lot of your wetlands, your farm ponds. There's a little bit of your smaller river systems that are open. Um, but your rivers, your river not isn't open, and like the Platte River, that that's kind of our bread and butter later in the year. But there's still a lot of good opportunities before that. And uh, for that early duck season, it was a little different with the drought because again, you're hunting farm ponds, you're hunting marshes, you're hunting that early type water. And when you don't have a lot of that because of the drought, it makes it a lot tougher to find these birds. And so. You know, it meant a lot more miles on the trucks, but it also meant that a lot of times, if you did find a good water source that was still remaining, you were gonna find pretty good bird numbers. Um, and so it was definitely a lot tougher to find them. It was still some pretty good hunts to be had. Uh, we had one morning that was just absolutely insane with the teal, but I mean, we showed up and we had a small group of guys that morning. We were done in like five, 10 minutes. And if we would have had a big group, we could have been there just hammering them for a while mm-hmm. we got a good north it was it was before, it was six minutes and 37 seconds yeah it or was something just, like that it was just stupid but uh insanity no like it, it was kind of cool because that time of year you know that, that's about the only time we're shooting wood ducks here which for a lot of guys from the south that that's not a big crazy deal but for us like we don't shoot a lot of wood ducks so we get kind of excited to shoot the wood ducks um we got a lot of blue wing teal coming and blue wing teal they love to play they love to decoy you get you get where they want to be you're gonna you're gonna hear them but uh yeah i made for a lot of fun hunts it was also pretty cool because with the drought and the water being smaller a lot of the water we hunted was tiny water i mean we had a lot of days where we were shooting teal wood ducks um mallards you know five yards i mean they they had not a whole lot of room to go and we like shooting them close, so we'd set up the hide real close, um, just make sure we were hitting really well. And when they did come, you knew you were going to be shooting them close. And so even on some of those days, you know, when you're in a drought like that, you're going to have a few tougher days here and there. And even on some of those days, you know, you aren't shooting the numbers, but to watch a mallard try to land four yards off the blind and watch teal coming in, you know, five, six yards out, I mean, it, it makes for a pretty cool deal. I mean, it was just an absolute blast. I still hate sleeping in the trucks for openers. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. We did it this year, Bob. We slept well, in the truck because we didn't have clients until three weeks after duck opener. So for the I first three weeks year. of season, we were just we were public land hunting, hunting for fun, doing whatever. And we slept in trucks on the night of opener. It was that I was do terrible. That now I, 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 I weighed in the back <laughs> of the truck bed and I. I actually slept pretty good. You're I did pretty sleep, good anywhere. Bob. If that's I something that you guys haven't caught on to yet, it's Bob can sleep anywhere. Like every literally. single morning before, like on the way to a hunt. Yeah, like Bob every single sleeping. morning before going to a hunt, going to set up, he sleeps every single morning. <laughs> it doesn't like, matter what you're listening to. I mean, shit. Every time Bob rides with me, it's 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 time. Metallica at three in the morning. It's I'm out. Man. It's Motley Crue. It's you know, I'm blaring that shit. There was one time we were scouting, doing some scouting and some basins and stuff like that. On the way back, we were listening to some music in Sam's truck. And I was on the way down, and Sam was playing Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex. And Bob was, like, gurgling spit in his mouth and frothing to the mouth to the beat of Skrillex. Yeah, that did happen. It was funny as shit. Long drive. When I'm out, I'm out. You, I mean, you, you sleep can't anywhere. Wait, yeah. You sleep everywhere. Not even Dramamine. You literally just like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sleep right here. This'll yeah, work. yeah, it'll happen. 
Oh man, and October was October was tough. It was the good hunts. The good hunts was was the saving grace because obviously it's hunting. You can't you can't beat them up every single day. I wish you could, man, but then it also takes the fun out of it because it'd just be like, well, we're gonna go beat. Them and up. October beat October up. was tough. Just tough time to hunt. Got Even into the, it though. Like, good hunts that we had and we at, did have quite a few of them you gotta work for them man yeah. it was not easy i mean mile long hikes because it's so dry yeah. you can't drive four wheelers in you got i mean it was just it was like brutal. one of the hunts that i i scouted for one of the hunts for like one of the the second group of clients i'll bet i scouted i bet i was in my truck scouting for nine hours oh that's sunrise easily. to sunset almost dude there was days we were running from sunrise I mean, past not, sunset and then you got an hour to drive back looking everywhere you could possibly look for any sort of good hunt because you'd find you'd find water and you'd be like well there's 50 ducks here well i need more you know i can't do that and then you, the marshes there was no water you'd find a big pond on the map and be like oh i bet there's ducks there i'm gonna go look at it and you'd get all the way over to that pond and there wouldn't be any water in it and it just it was very it was a very frustrating time for us and i mean that too we've been monitoring our river property all year and the river was bone dry well, you couldn't put water in it if you wanted to. Yeah, and then you add on top of that that when not only is there a lack of water, but most of the ducks that stay on these farm ponds, you know, you've got smart weed on the banks, you've got vegetation growing on the edges. That's where they're getting their feed. They aren't feeding in the dry fields yet. They aren't really hitting any of that. And when these ponds go dry like that, there is no vegetation to drop food into the water to to walk up onto the bank and really feed in. It's just dry dirt banks. So these ducks would come in on a north wind. And then you'd have another north wind the next day, and they're gone. Like, they, there was nothing to hold them in Nebraska. We, we couldn't watch ducks for more than a couple days on the same pond hardly ever because they didn't have food. They were moving. It just, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, ever. It was an adventure by far. Having fun there? Oh, man, I am. How many beer, you got your beer down? I finished First my glass about, about 10 minutes ago. I finished my glass, and I thought about refilling it, and I thought, man, I'll just I'll just ride on one for now. It That's is, one thing uh, you definitely up. learn, too, being a guide, is you ride the highs and the lows, and you got to ride those highs when you're on the highs, yeah. man, because, <coughs> like we said, it's hunting. You're, it, it happens. It's and tough. And nobody takes a slow day harder than the guide, <coughs> ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like – if, if you pay to go on a hunt and you get there and it's slow, I mean, it, it's always going to be kind of like a, oh, that, that kind of stinks type bummer, you know. It, it's not what you're hoping for. But I can tell you, no matter where you go, if you've got a guide that's worth the darn, they're going to take it ten times harder than anybody Nobody else Nobody wants you to be Nobody wants the it more than the guide. More than the guide. You know, we're, we're putting 12 hours, you know, on the road. We're, we're trying to make the best hunt we can make for a person. And... We, I always like to describe it as our job is to share the experience of Nebraska and know this area. We're going to put you on the best hunt that we can in this area. But sometimes, just like anywhere you hunt, anywhere, the area with the migratory birds, they just aren't always there. You know, they haven't really been there. There's there's numbers enough to hunt, mm-hmm. but you're going to take that slow day here and there. And Talk I can tell you, nobody nobody schedule. hates it more than the guide. By far. Scheduling sucks because it's like you book you book dates and when you know the hunting in past has been good, doesn't mean they're always going to be good. And it's tough because, you know, it, if if every time, you know, the hunting could be getting tough, you could just be like, oh, you know, let's just do it all next year. Everybody would be, but nobody would ever be making a living. Yeah. And the tough part is trying to work with the, the cards you get dealt and making the most out of the opportunities that you have, which I think this year went phenomenally well for us. We we had a lot of adversity that we faced all throughout the year, and we 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 excelled. We, we have we kind of a that. saying around here that we go with, and it's control the controllables and fuck the rest. Because I mean, you can control every aspect of a hunt. You can control the calling. You can control the hide. That is a guide's job to do. You can control the food at the lodge. You can control how the lodge is kept. That all is stuff that is needed to be done that you have to do. But you can't control whether you get a good north wind that pushes birds down. You can't control do you have enough wind to make the birds want to play that day. I mean, you can hunt the best way you can in a no-wind day to try to get birds to finish all the way in. But some days they just, they're tough. And, uh, you know, I know we talked 
hear a lot, quite a bit about the tough scenarios. I mean, <coughs> the good days are there. They're 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 not as much like fun to talk about some days because there's a lot to tell on the tough days. But uh, we had a hell of a lot of good days. I mean, we we had a lot of them. But the tough days always eat at you for the longest because every day you you, you don't want another one. You want want it to be better, and uh, the only way to get better is to look at the tough days and kind of just what happened and how can we make it never happen again. Those tough days are the motivation. It drives you. They are. Because, you know, you'll limit out one day and you're like, this this is awesome. And, well, fuck yeah. You know, and then you have a tough day and you're like. Next day you know you you're pissed. Kicked and you're like, or it's, you got it's like time five to go. days in a row where it's been like, man, we've just knocked the crap out of them the last five days. We're going to go do it the sixth day. You get out there and you're like, we're, we're, what, what's going on? We're like, Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like, what in the heck? I've been watching these birds for three days. Nothing's here. Like, I remember that one day we, we got super excited. We had a hunt lined up. I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of ducks. This water was black with ducks. Huge, huge lake. We show up to hunt it the next day. <coughs> we see what? Like 12 ducks come in that morning right away. That was, we didn't have clients. We didn't have clients, but, was, but man, I was so excited for that hunt. We had oh. we had a flock of teal come in and we shot six out of the flock and that was the day. And we've been watching those ducks for two or three days. Yeah, that was That's so hot, frustrating. Man. That north wind that night. Yep. Boom, gone. It was like That's all hot. of them, not just part of them. It was like everything. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah, and the tough part is it's just. But it's also, I mean, I've seen the flip side of the coin too, where you're kind of nervous for the next day. You didn't have a lot out there. You show up to hunt. And you're covered up in birds so much because you got a good migration like, <laughs> the night before. Like that one day, we, Bob 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 guided a hunt once. We had a few clients in, and we had a pretty good spot. I mean, we didn't think it was going to be like lights out. But we definitely <clears throat> didn't think it was going to be bad. It was a pretty good looking spot. And Bob went in there and they shot their limit, twenty minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes or something like that. Man, um, I, I walked out the night before and I'm like, we'll we'll shoot a limit if it's good shooting. I mean, a lot of it boils down to the shooting and. When we went out there, it was like, holy smokes, we could have shot a limit with terrible shooting for 20 guys. Like, I mean, it was just stupid. <clears throat> it was like, all right, kinda, I don't know where they came from. But. Yeah, it just kind of shows up like that. Grant, you doing all right there? Yep, yep. Doing good. You doing, doing well. good? You just look like I wasn't here for a while October. Fidget, you're doing a lot of fidgeting. I wasn't here for a while October with that box or September. Kind of so playing I'm with just, yourself. I don't really know what you're doing <laughs> there, honestly. You kind of scared me. Sam, how's that Coors? It's been gone for a while. Oh, it has been? Yeah, mine has I'm too. I'm sipping on some water now on the rocks. Oh, hey, water you've got on another the rocks. one of them shaker bottles in my truck. Yeah, Bob, you got a lot of your stuff in his truck too. Yeah, I got to find my bibs, my waders. I got a lot of you've stuff got, I've got like three or four cups here I fall at the lodge, but that I think it's yours. <clears throat> but yeah, but anyways, y'all, we've probably gone ahead and wrap this one up here. Um, thank y'all so much for joining us. You want to check us out on Facebook and Instagram? It's Whiskey Slews, um, underscore in the middle between Whiskey and Slews for Instagram. WhiskeySlews.com is the website. If you're inquiring about booking a hunt or want to talk to Grant about you know the possibility of getting a group together, it'd be 308-830-3817. As always, big thanks to everyone who we work with, all the people who we have been partnered with, and until the next time, we'll catch you later. Adios. See you.